0: Who's ready for the word of the Lord this morning? Amen. If you would open up your word with me to Joel chapter two. And as you're turning there, I want to say thank you so much for your faithfulness with your tithes and with your offering and giving every week. It allows us to have special events. It allows us to have special services just like Wednesday, and it allows us to reach out to people in our city, our community, and around this world as we sponsor uh, church planners and missionaries from all over uh, around the world. So I want to say thank you so much Uh, for giving every week or every month, however uh, however it is that you give. I just want to say thank you for that. And if you'd like to give today, our ushers will be at the door as you leave. um, You can fill out an envelope, drop it in the bucket as you leave, or you can go online uh, at LegacyRome.com, or you can uh, get on your app. And once you get on your app, it's an easy process there. So thank you so much uh, for giving and for being faithful in that. It allows us to reach so Many people. So, just want to say thank you before we go into the word Joel chapter two. I'm going to start in verse 25. Last week, I kind of started uh, laying some foundation for this um, this this week and maybe next week. Also, talking about restoration, restoration. And in Joel chapter two, verse 25, he begins by saying. This is the Lord speaking. He says, so I will restore to you the years. I will restore to you the years. He, he, he didn't say I will restore things, your cattle, all of those things. This, 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 this word here was, was not about stuff. Uh, it was about time. He said, I will restore time to you. Everything else that is lost, more than likely you can you can go and get more of that for yourself. If 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 you lose a job, you can go and you can find another job. If you need if you need more money, there's there, there's ways you 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 can do that. You can go out and get a new relationship with with someone. If 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 this one didn't work out, there's there's there, there's other fish in the sea, so they say, and you can go and get more, but when when the enemy has robbed you of time when the enemy has stolen years out of your life. How many of you know that there is only one person who can give you back your time. Cher couldn't even figure out how to turn back time. Only the Lord can turn back time. A friend can give you a job. Someone can open up a door for you. But how many of you know only one person can restore years? Only one person can restore time. And that is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen this morning? He said I I will restore to you the the time, the years that the swarming locust has eaten and the the crawling locust, the consuming locust and the chewing locust. My My great army, which I sent among you, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord, your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I... And that I, when I turn back the time, then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. He said, the enemies will know, you will know, and even your enemies will know that I am in your midst when I restore back to you things that the enemy thought that he that he has stolen from you, things that the enemy felt, how in the world could they ever could that ever be restored? He said, whenever the enemy sees those things coming back to you like time, he will know that I am in your midst. He said, I'm going to let all of the doubt watch and see what I'm going to do to you and when they see what I do for you, they're going to know that there is a God among you, amen, because the things that you lost they thought you would never ever be able to see them again they thought that they were lost forever and they will sit there and they will watch in amazement as things start coming back to your life and it will leave your enemy dismayed when our restore time to you and now the enemy is so frustrated because he thought by now surely you would have just cursed god and died, surely you would have walked away from the faith surely you would have stopped coming to church by now but here you are on a sunday morning and you are in the house and in the presence of a risen savior and you are worshiping and you are declaring god and guess what satan cannot stand it i don't know about you but i love to make Satan mad because he has frustrated me too many times. And whenever you want to make Satan mad, all you've got to do is stand up and declare the works of the Lord. All you've got to do is stand up and worship. Can I get an amen this morning? That's all you've got to do and he can't stand it. Now, whenever he sees time being turned back, whenever he sees time being turned back, he realizes there's something that God has your back and he cannot stand it. See, God wants the world to look at you. God wants the world to look at you and be able to see what restoration looks like. He wants, he wants the world to be able to look at you and see. That is what somebody who has been restored looks like he wants your life to be that model when people know all of your dirt and your junk when people know all of your stuff there are people in your life that know more about you than you know can I get an amen and when people look at you and they know all the stuff that you have been through guess what he wants them to be able to look at you and say that is what restoration looks like he wants the world to look at you and see things like time being restored to you that they thought were gone forever now listen I want you to understand Whenever we are talking about restoration, you need to understand some things. Whenever we are talking about restoration, you need to understand some things. And one thing I want you to understand is that restoration, what that means is restoration is when a thing is lost and it has been given back to you. It has been restored. It has been restored. An example that I often use, and I use it a lot because I think it is, is good. And I use it a lot because I feel that a lot of people really do not grasp it. And this example is that when Jesus, the second Adam comes and, 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 and takes back what the first Adam lost, Adam was given the authority, but he disobeyed and he lost it. Sin came in and then God had given him the ability and the authority to govern earth as it is in heaven. But he lost it when sin came in. And Jesus comes and what does he do? He restores it. And he gives us back the keys to death, hell, and the grave. And Jesus returns and says, and he says, that that you lost, I'm going to restore it. And he starts to tell his people, you have authority again. It has been restored. That same power that Adam had in his lips has now been given to you. You have power of life and death on your tongue. He said, speak to that mountain and tell it be removed. He said, let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. And now that he has restored that, you now have that authority that Adam lost. Can I get an amen? Amen. Something else I want you to understand about restoration is the principle of restitution. Restitution is part of a heavenly restoration plan for you and for the believer. Restitution is something that goes beyond what what was taken from you. If you If you remember the story of Zacchaeus, he was under such conviction for taking advantage of the people. He said, I will restore to these people. People that I took from, I will not just give it back to them, but I will restore fourfold of everything that I have stolen. And then there was Job, and you may know his story. He lost everything, but he did not get back exactly what he lost. But 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 the principle of heaven, he got back double for his trouble. He got back a double portion. Why? Because there is restitution and God's restoration, amen. God I said, "I will restore to you the years. I will restore to you years. I will give you back years. I'm going to give you back time. You really need to get this in your spirit because it really is pretty difficult to understand. It can be hard to grasp how a God can give you back time, but God, it can. He has that ability whenever you know how and how He operates. Who?" In here would ever say that the devil has stolen some time from you anyone. There was, I invested in the wrong person. I stayed in that relationship too long. I stayed at that job too long. I gave that person too much of my energy. I gave them too much stuff. Some uh, I, I I couldn't function for five years because I was in such a state of depression. I lost 10 years of time in that relationship. Guess what? The devil is a liar. You haven't lost it because god can restore it he can give it back to you and god is saying i will give it back all the time that you gave people that did not deserve your time i will give you back all of the time when your mind even forgot who you were i'll give you back all the times when drugs and addictions took you away from your kids and your family i can restore it to you i will give you back the years When God gives you back time, things start to make sense then that did not make sense in in the present. Whenever you look back and he restores that time, back then when, when, when you were standing in the present going through it, stuff starts to make sense. I mean, you may just have to Call your boss that fired you sometime and say, Thank you for letting me go. Because if you did not fire me, guess what? I would have never got the promotion of where I am at today. Leaders, when people quit on you, sometimes you may need to write them a thank you note and say, Thank you for quitting. Because if you would have not have left the organization, I would have never found I would have never found this thing that has caused us to go forward. Sometimes you may have to call your husband or your ex-wife. And say, thank you for walking out on me. Because if you would have not have walked out on me, I would have wasted 10 more years of my life. But when God starts restoring things, things start making sense. In Mark chapter 3. Let me tie this verse together. Mark chapter 3, verse 1. Jesus is coming into the synagogue. And it says, he entered the synagogue again. And there was a man who had a withered hand so they watched him closely whether he would heal him on the sabbath so they might accuse him and he said to the man who had a withered hand step forward step forward that's interesting and he said to them is it lawful on the sabbath to do good or to do evil to save life or to kill But they kept silent. And when he had looked around at them with anger, being grieved with the hardness of their hearts, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out and his hand was restored. Mm. It doesn't say it was healed. It said that his hand was restored. All throughout the Gospels, when Jesus is coming upon the sick, it is saying that they were healed. But here in this verse, it's saying that this man's withered hand. Was restored. Listen, in this passage, the word "restored" in its original language means to create a new structure. I want to point out in 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 reading this verse uh, that this man was not asking for healing. This man was not part of the multitudes that I that I've talked about. He was not part of the crews that was that that that, that was just looking for a miracle. He was not in the corner holding a sign. He was not like blind Bartimaeus. He he was not crying out, Lord, have mercy on me. He was not doing any of these things. He was just standing there in the synagogue. And Jesus went in and called him out. Because how many of you know that there are things that you are all right with that that God is not all right with? Amen. There are things that you are all right with, but God is not all right with. There are things that you are. Are living with that God never intended for you to live with. Amen. And this man wasn't in the line like the rest of the people because it appears that he had become just fine with his issue. He was fine with his hand. He has had it for such a long period of time that now his hand had started defining him and he has started to think, well, this is just who I am. I have always been like this and he has been, become accustomed to his infirmity. Jesus just walked into the crowd and called him out and he said, Stretch your hand. And he stretched out his hand. How does how does restoration happen? How does God, how can God restore me? You may be asking. Listen, the first thing that had to happen for him to be restored was that he had to what? Step forward. See, this is the irony of restoration. Restoration is dealing with things in your past. But he told this man, you've got to step forward. See, we think for restoration to happen, we've got to reach back and try to fix that issue that it was. And here is God standing here. Jesus is here, and he is trying to perform a miracle for this man. Maybe, maybe a miracle that was needed even from his birth. And he and 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 reaching back, reaching back will never get us to a place of restoration. Because that is the irony of it. When there is something in your past that you desire to be restored in your present, it will require you to take a step to your future. I want to say that again. When there is something in your past that you desire to be restored to your present, you have to take a step into your future. And whenever you start leaving your past and start taking a step towards your future, it is symbolic to the Lord. This man, this woman is ready. To be free. This woman, this man, this man, this woman is ready to be restored because you were willing to move forward and not dwell in your past and try to handle it, but instead you stretched forward. How many of you know whenever we start meddling in the past, that's when we start making a mess? Can I get an amen? If you want a mess in your life, you just start dwelling in the past, you start trying to fix everything, you start trying to go back to that person. You start trying to mess everything up, and I feel like this is a word. the church today because I know there are some people in the house you have been hurt but guess what you have got to let it go you there are some people you are angry with somebody you may be angry with somebody in this house guess what you have got to let it go you may be bitter with somebody on your job but you have got to let it go you have got to take a step forward and get an Elsa spirit on you and let that thing go and let God do the one that is reaching back because whenever you reach back. You just make a mess, but you've got to let it go and let God reach back because Isaiah 43, 18, 19 says, do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old, but behold, I will do a new thing among you and it shall spring what forth. It will not spring back, but this thing shall spring you forth. There are people in the church. You cannot partake of the goodness of God because your mind keeps reaching in the past fast. There are people that were here Wednesday night. I mean, every member of the band was here. I mean, we were, we were packed out. We, you got world-class worship. You got world-class preaching. And there were people that were sitting here Wednesday night. They could not partake in the goodness of God because something was going on in their mind. And we sit here and we keep looking back. I am so tired of the church that keeps looking back when God makes his mercy and his grace new every single day. Well, it was so good back when brother so-and-so. It was so good whenever sister so-and-so. I wish we could bring back the shag carpet. I wish we could bring back the choir. I wish we could bring back choir robes. I wish we could do this. Oh, and you keep living in your past. Let me tell you something. You evidently have not read the word of the Lord because God says in the last days, I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And those of you who are dwelling in the past. You will never see the glory. I will pour it out right in front of you. In the last days, quit looking to the past. I get so sick and tired of seeing Christians live out Facebook memories. Ooh, wasn't that so good when brother so-and-so was up there? I'm like, look around. God is still moving. Caught us, and we sit here and we keep looking back, and all we see that all that was lost, everything that was stolen from us, and we look back and think, Oh, he got the best years of my life. I knew I should have never married him. She stole time from me. My health is gone now. And you look back. When you see energy and finances that you wasted. Why did I ever invest in that that thing, in that job, in that product? Why did I ever do it? All while God is saying the devil is a liar. I can restore the years back to you. All you got to do is let me reach in the past and you take a step forward. And as you move and I'm reaching, I will restore the time that the devil stole from you. You. Restoration means to bring new structure. God wants to bring new structures in your life. He does not want to restore you back to the same place you were at. He wants to bring you to a better place, not to just simply bring you back to where you were, but he wants to get you beyond where you were because it was where you were that got you robbed in the first place. If you would have never been where you were, you would have been fine. But because if you were where you were, something was stolen from you. And we say, can I go back to that place? No, whenever God restores something, it is always better than it was before. Yeah. God will never bring you back to the same place it is always it is the principle of restitution it is always better and if God were to restore you back to where you were you would be in the same cycle a year from now because you would get right back with the same person right back in the same job right back in the same financial mess and here we would be again listening to this same sermon but God wants to create sh- new structures for you he wants to create new structures for your finances so that you never go bankrupt again. He don't want to bring you back to the same debt. God wants to create new structures for your relationships so you are never abused again. He wants to create new structures for your children so that you never miss the years of their life again. God doesn't want to bring you back to where you were because that's where you lost it all in the first place. But he wants to get you beyond, where so such to a place where the enemy is amazed How you ever got this far. And whenever God restores time, guess what? It is always better. Whenever you get to that place of restoration, you're not going to look like you look today. Some of y'all should praise the Lord. You're going to look better. You ain't going to feel like you used to. You're going to feel better. How can I feel better than I was at 25? The Lord can do it for you. You can be 60 and have the energy of a 25-year-old when the Lord restores your time. Time is not of the essence. Time is in the Lord's hand. And he can do whatever he wants to with the time of your life. Whenever you get there, you're not going to be weak like you used to be. No. You're going to rise up with mount up with wings like eagles. goes. He's going to breathe an energy, a spirit into you you that is going to restore you that can only come from heaven why because it is the principle of heaven's restoration band help me out how do i do this one step forward two he stretched out his withered hand it was withered but he stretched it out anyway It was different than any other hand in the room, but he stretched out that withered hand anyway. It didn't look like everybody else, but he did it anyway. There's something about the hand. And if you were here Wednesday, we heard about the hand. And here this morning, God is saying, I want to restore that thing. Hmm. The hand. In Scripture, is symbolic of calling, gift, on a life. It's that fivefold ministry that uh, that, that 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 apostle prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. It, it is it is it is symbolic. You hear about putting the hand to the plow. It's it's putting your calling. It's putting your gifting to work for the kingdom. Also in the Gospels we hear about the hand. Jesus, whenever he was crucified, the, the, the crucifixion did not happen until he was attached to that cross and the crucifixion was activated through the hands. When they nailed, uh, when they put nail through the hands of Jesus Christ. Listen, I just want to tell you, anytime you start acting out, anytime you start stretching your calling out, anytime you start using and stretching your gifts that may be a little different from anyone, guess what? Anytime you start to stretch out your calling, there will always be somebody there who wants to crucify you. It's just the way that it is. Oh, I was doing my best Wednesday night to stay in my seat. I was on the edge of my seat i didn't want to get up because pastor kevin was down there and i was pretty much right at his knees and i didn't want to block him i didn't want to be on the camera oh i just i just i it was everything i could just to contain myself while he was speaking a prophetic word and releasing a word over this house because just a little over three years ago before legacy church even had a name all i had was a vision and just a little bit of faith I remember feeling in that moment, after every door had been slammed in my face, credentials, everything, everything that I had attached myself to was gone in the blink of an eye. And I remember feeling like time had been stripped away from me. I remember crying and feeling like I had wasted a lifetime making investments in people in organizations and giving and and, and, and pouring into people and doing this I remember feeling like my time had been wasted everything had been stripped away from me friendships, mentors doors slammed, I remember feeling like years had been wasted, I felt like the energy that I gave had, was wasted the time, the money my, 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 my mind my mental space, my time I could not get it back and I remember thinking I spent too much time investing into certain groups into certain people oh but Wednesday night this is no joke as I was sitting on the front row And Pastor Kevin is preaching. He just comes and he's, uh, I don't know if he was tired or what, but I think he was just leaning on me. He just put his hand on me and he's speaking a word to the church. And as he, as he was speaking and his hand was on me, I just felt the Lord whisper to me as I was sitting on the front row. And I heard the Lord say, I'm about to restore every year that you thought was lost. Every dream that you thought was lost. I'm about to restore it to you. I won't restore it to you. I'm going to give it something bigger, better, better than any other thing that you could ever imagine. I'm going to do something greater. I will restore every relationship to you. I will open every door that needs to be open. I will restore every giver. I'll give you service that you never even thought about. I'll give you leaders in the house that you never dreamed about. I will restore to you everything that the devil has stolen from you. I wish somebody would get up on your feet and just come into agreement with me. He said, I will restore everything that the devil stole from you, but when I restore it, the ladder will be greater than you ever could imagine.
1: Come on, would you just sing this song with me today? Come on, raise up your hands. Into-
0: the devil has stolen some time from me I should have never been in that relationship like I was that long I should have never stayed at that job I should have never stayed with that person I should have never invested my time like that and now here I am and I look and I'm just like what what is going on there were people in this house that The last five years of your life you've had a mental battle going on inside of your mind and there are some days where you feel like you can't even get out of bed and there are some days when you get your kids off to school and then you probably go back to bed and you look like how did i waste this week how did i waste this time how do i do this i want to tell you something the lord can restore that for you and whenever he restores it there's always restitution. It's always better than it was before. But every head bowed and eyes are closed. I want to give you the opportunity today, you say, you know what? I need Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. I need Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. I need salvation today. I need to be saved if you're in this place. You say, you know what? You may have been saved as a little child. You may have been saved a year ago, but 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 you, you, you've drifted away and you want to come back to the Father. You want to know Him as your Lord and your Savior if you're in this place with no one looking around. I just want you to raise up your hand. I'm just going to pray for you today. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see about four, five hands raised up. Come on, will you just give those people a hand clap listen i don't want to embarrass you today but this is one of, i want to pray for you personally and there is something symbolic about you taking that step he said look man take the first step forward and i'll restore it to you if you're in this place and you raised your hand because you need salvation as they sing this i just want you to make your way right here come on we're here for you come on put your hands together for these people come on take a step out Take a step out, take a step out. Come on, they're coming, come on, take a step out. Come on, take a step out right here. Anyone else that I need Jesus Christ as my Savior? Listen, look at me today. The greatest decision you could ever make is for Jesus Christ. Some people think the greatest decision will be a job, a degree, a man or a woman. Let me tell you something, don't they're fooling you. The greatest decision you will ever make is for Jesus Christ to be your Lord and your Savior. So today I want to say you just made the greatest decision you will ever make in your life second i want to tell you that the word says if you believe and you confess with your mouth you shall be saved but let me tell you something what what you are about to say is just the beginning of a journey it will not be easy it will not be easy just because you're saved it doesn't mean everything's going to be rosy can i get an amen from the crowd what it means is that every day you get up you're going to remind yourself of the goodness of god You're going to have to remind yourself i am a child of god i have been saved i have been bought with the price every day you got to renew your mind and tell yourself tell the enemy today is not the day satan i am saved i am a child of the most high god now listen everybody in this room is going to repeat these words with me but i want you three right here especially repeat these words repeat these words me today to say heavenly father i come to you today And I confess with my mouth that you are the Lord of my life. I believe today that God gave his son, Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross, that he was buried and he rose again for my salvation. And today I have been made new the blood of the lamb is on me I have been saved I am a new creation the old me is gone but today new me is raising say I am saved say I am saved I am saved I've been bought with a price come on make some noise for these people come on I want somebody to come and pray for these people today now this is what I want if you're in this place you say you know what I want time restored to me you may need time restored with your children you may have walked out on your family and you say you know what I need that time back you may have an addiction in your life that has pulled you away and for years the real you has not come forward your mind a state of worry there are people worry and anxiety has robbed you of years of your life and you say you know what i need time back i need that time back if you're in this place as they start to sing this softly i want you to step out come on just start making a way i'm going to pray for you today Come on they're stepping out come on nothing to be ashamed of. stretch out your withered hand today it don't mean it don't matter if you're different it don't mean if you're no you just stretch it out today step forward today come on step forward come on let's just come on let's just sing it out come on sing it out today
1: It does